Welcome to CalCast, your creator national podcast. God Network News, Episode 180. Welcome, GNN fans, to another episode of God Network News, the podcast that tells you what God's doing around the world, not what CNN tells you, but what GNN tells you is going on in the world. If you're tired of listening to all of that crisis network news and you want to hear what God's doing, well, give us a listen. Greetings to our faithful God Network News listeners. We are excited to bring you more great stories of movements that are happening amongst unreached people groups. Get ready for some fantastic stories of God's faithfulness, of God working even in this difficult time of COVID. Maybe in Asia, in Thailand, in China, in India, home churches can work very well. Mm. But in Africa, it's not easy yeah. for, for home churches because the people, they are people of community. Yeah, that's I right. I remember I learned it in 2015, sorry, 2014 here. Mm. We start one small church in one house in the bush in remote area among the Maasai. So then every Wednesday I was going there to that house and we are gathering the people in the in the house. But Mm. I mean not inside the building because the building is a how can I say they make it with sticks and (laughs) yeah yeah very like my like my picture. Yes (laughs) yes but it was inside the house because the, the small house had a fence. So then people get inside the fence under the tree that was in the, in the yard. Yes, something right. like this. Yeah. Something like here. Uh, there is a kind of fence here. Yeah, I like uh, that one over there. Yeah. So then people were gathering there every Wednesday. I did it for some months going to the same place in 2014. So, but every, not every, but sometimes I was just watching them talking about why we were gathering in the house of that person. All right. So then they, they gathered some people that became leaders. Then they came to talk to me. Then they said, uh, missionary Paulo, because they called me missionary. So then <laughs> okay. they said, they said, missionary Paulo, we need to talk to you because we are not feeling very comfortable to do 
our meetings inside that house. Mm, yeah. I said, but then I asked them, why? So then they explained it to me. They said to me the following thing. They said, if we keep doing inside the house, other people will thought that the church belong to the to the to the owner of his house. Ah, I see. They don't see the church as a community that anyone can participate. Right, right. Then they said to me, if we just cross the fence, there is no problem. We just can cross the fence outside yeah. the fence. They yeah. said there is many tree outside. That's right. Fence. Big tree. That's right. They said it's just 50 meters ahead. That's a good, said, that's very there good. Is no problem. For me, yeah, there is that's no a very problem. good point. So then, uh, did you get my, my idea here? What I'm trying to yes. explain? So yes. then they said it's because if we do something inside our house, it belongs to the house owner. And we don't ah, want to I show to the people that the church belongs to the house owner. Ah, I see. And so uh, outside under, yeah, outside under the tree, that's where the community gathers. Uh, everybody, yes. everybody owns that. You know, everybody owns yes. that. Yes. So, you know, uh, uh, that's that's very good insight. Yeah, so that's very that, good that insight. That is one one idea of the community. Yeah, definitely. They You're are right. community people. Understand? Yeah. Uh, Very good. Very good that insight. Is, is something that we really need to to work different here in Africa. Absolutely. Uh, so true. Uh, yeah. So, but anyway, God has done great things among of us. Uh, yeah. That is. You know, maybe there's other places aside from Africa that this could work better. Yes. Um, you know, I think about China. Maybe you don't want to meet in somebody's house because if you have too many numbers or whatever, uh, they can watch you or they can, you know, come in and attack you and things like that. You draw attention. Uh -huh. But yeah. if you're just meeting with a bunch of your friends for a picnic in the park, yes. you know, or in, a, in an open place and you're just sitting around uh, talking with your friends and listening to music and singing songs and eating some food, that's maybe okay. Yeah, so in true. some places it might be better. Um, you know, uh, the Bible never says it has to be a building. That's for sure. Yes, yes, for <laughs> sure, for sure. It's just gathering sure. together. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's true, it's true. Well, that's the good point. Yeah. Um I want to shift uh, topic just slightly mm -hmm. and ask you if I know that three years ago, you told me a number of stories of your time with the, I think it was a lot with the Maasai and you had some friends that, that you were working with at that time. And uh, I know one man died and you told the story about that, but I'm just reminding you, these are some of the stories. Yes. I'm just yes. wondering if there's any stories that you know of that have happened that was, you know, sort of miraculous things that God did, I mm -hmm. say in the past couple of years um, mm -hmm. that you might be able to tell me a few uh -huh. of those stories. 
Some things has been happened here. God is really moving. Uh, is really moving among some unreached people groups. And we have seen really the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, we can see the power of the Holy Spirit that is really working among of the people. I took, I, I don't know if you know, but I took one year in Florida just uh -huh. for sabbatical time. It was yeah. very good. So then I came back in August last year. It was really a wonderful time for me in, in Florida. Uh, but I don't remember if I told you a history about one guy and some things happened with him while I was in Florida. Oh, okay. uh, the, the name of the guy is Paulo, like my name, Paul. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He is a Maasai guy. I don't know if I told you. About I don't. This. I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, let me tell the history of uh, this guy. Uh, this guy is a Maasai guy. Okay. It's very interesting what is going on with his life. Uh, he was 27 years old, and he was someone from the village, really inside the bush in remote mm. areas, okay? Mm. Uh, and his name was Corduni. Corduni Muse. You write it K-O-R-D-U-N-I. Corduni Muse. Muse is the second word. M-Z-E-E-E. -E. Corduni wow. Muse. <laughs> so <laughs> that guy... He came from this uh, animist background, very strong animist background. And his name, Corduni, is a name that uh, uh, his parents, his father, gave him because he offered him to the gods when he, oh. understand, when he yeah. was born, was born. So then his father gave this name for him. His father was someone to make some cycle with people and put stones in the middle of the cycle and to and to to try to talk to the stones, to hear the voice of the stones, because he said that the stones can tell you about your future, about your life. You're listening to God Network News Podcast with your host, Cal Curtis. Look up our website at godnetworknews.com. Understand mm. something like this. Yeah, yeah. So they say, miungu. Miungu means gods. Mm. Uh, different gods. Uh, so then, when he was born, his father gave, his, uh, gave him his name, Corduni Muse. So then uh, his father passed away when he was still teenager. His father passed away, but he was living in the village as someone very uh, strong, following the, the background of his father. But uh, he was always trying to discover about the real God, about Jesus, because he mm. had something about Jesus, but he didn't know Jesus. 
he wasn't Catholic, he was he was he wasn't evangelical, any kind of Christian. He was really an animist guy. And uh, he started to ask his mother and his relatives about Jesus because he knew that people from outside, from the village, was going to different churches. And so that thing, when he, he went to town, he saw some churches, people gathering to worship Jesus. So then this started to, to disturb to disturb him somehow. Wow. Okay. So, <laughs> so then, uh, when he was 27 years old, uh, he was just following his life, living his life. Uh, uh, so then, one night, 2 a.m., he wake up suddenly. He just wake up, and one word came to his mind, came, came to his heart. And the word was in Swahili, was Maombi. And if we translate Maombi, is prayer. Prayer, okay. So then keeps, came this word prayer to his mind, to his heart. He didn't mm. know anything about prayer, understand? So then he just yeah. uh, wake up in the another day. He went to his brother, his brother is older than him, he explained what happened to him. So then he said to his brother, the word prayer came in my mind and I wake up during the night, but I don't know uh, what does it mean. So then his brother said to him, let's go to town. When I say town, is not really a town. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's somewhere... <laughs> little bit bigger than the village understand yeah small that's village. Right. yeah so so then they went to the town around eight kilometers far from his village mm. then they found one church it was a catholic church not big church a small church in the village a catholic church okay yeah. so they just walk eight kilometers by foot Eight kilometers to go, eight kilometers to return. Wow. So when they found, when they reached in town, they uh, went to the, the leader of the Catholic Church. Uh, he wasn't a father. He was someone that was taking care of that small Catholic Church. Yeah. So then they, <laughs> they explained it to the father of the church what happened. They, say, they said to him the history, what was going on with him. So then uh, uh, the father of that small Catholic church explained a little bit to him about prayer. So, but even the father didn't know very much about prayer. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then they went back to their village, to their house. So without to understand very well was what was going on with that now the young guy, 27 years old. So, uh, when he arrived in his village, in his house, in his place, so it was a little bit evening, so then he was making his things, just taking care of the cows, the, the, the animals, just the normal things that he was doing day by day. 
So yeah. then he went to sleep. Around 9 p.m., he went to sleep in his small, very small, short house. Okay? Mm. So then around 2 a.m., he wake up again. When he wake up again, he start to speak in one language that he didn't know the language. Wow. And he didn't know anything about he was talking just himself. In fact, he was praying in one language that he didn't know what language, what language was that. Wow. So then uh, he stayed praying for, in fact, he didn't know that he was praying, but he was praying in one wow. language that he didn't know. He stayed more than one hour just speaking in one in one different language. Wow! So then, after time, he went to sleep again. He wake up in the morning around six a.m. in the morning. So then he told his brother what happened to him again. So then he said, "Happened something to me again, and it was something that I don't understand what happened." So then his brother told him, "Let's go to another place." They went, they found one church 150 kilometers far from his village. Oh my goodness. Because he knows, he, uh, they got information that had one church in that village far away from his village that was wow. the same village, the same church planted among his people group, the same people group. So wow. then they were looking to a church uh, that uh, was planted among his people group about because he was looking someone from his people group to explain it to him right. what was going on with <laughs> him because the mm -hmm. language, the culture, things like this, understand? Yeah. So then they walk, they got... Uh, uh, by a motor bicycle, small car. It was in the bush area until he got in that faraway village and in that church. When he mm. got in that church, it was some days ahead, was the day that I should be go visiting that people in that village because it was wow. of the church that we planted. Wow, that's that's uh, that's amazing. And oh my the goodness. leader, the leader of the church, it was, it still is a woman, not a man. Okay, uh -huh. so our leader there, so he was there, he sleep because he arrived one day before I arrived there in the village. So then wow. she, she told him. Someone will come here, the missionary Paul will come here tomorrow, you wait for him, you can talk to him, and he can explain you much a lot of things. Wow, so then I great. arrived in the next day. So then <laughs> she introduced me to me, introduced him to me. Mm. So then he came to me and he told me the situations that happened to him, what I said to you now. He told yeah. me everything. Okay, and he told me how his heart was burning, but he didn't know what he should to do. Uh, so then he told me, and I start to explain to him about Jesus, about the kingdom of God, about the Holy Spirit, 
when I was, I was explaining about the Holy Spirit, I was explaining about that the Holy Spirit convinced the man of the sin and convinced the man to receive Jesus as a Lord. So uh, the work of the Holy Spirit. And he said to me, so then probably was the Holy Spirit that wake up me, he said to me, because he already know about the Holy Spirit. I explained it to him about the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Then he said, then it was the Holy Spirit that came and make me to speak in one language that I don't know. Then wow. I answered to him, yes, maybe it, it was the Holy Spirit. So, wow. uh, and, and I, bought, I talked to him about conversion in Jesus and he said, yeah, then probably the Holy Spirit convert me to Jesus. I said, probably. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider donating to help us continue to bring exciting stories fresh from the field. Visit our website at godnetworknews.com and select the PayPal link on the right side of the page or consider becoming a Patreon partner to receive access to more valuable materials exclusive to our members.